0: Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Well, today it's black holes, black holes. Always interesting to find out more about these things. So I've modified uh, this partly from space.com, where you might like to visit to see a few images and artists' renditions of black holes. So often tricky to know the difference between what's an artist's picture and what's the real data, but now we've actually imaged a black hole. We can feel a little more confident in creating some artistic but scientific pictures about them. Well, a few years ago, astronomers saw for the first time a patch of cosmic darkness long thought to be unseeable. A black hole, a powerful, elusive beast so dense that not even light can escape its gravity. Black holes are known to gobble up anything and everything that ventures close to them. Gas, stars, planets, and even fellow black holes. But this fuzzy, donut-like black hole, later fine-tuned by artificial intelligence into a skinny ring, by the way, in the galaxy M87, is slowly breaking black hole stereotypes, or at least what we thought we knew about them. For one, it appears to be giving back to the universe by losing energy. This was something Einstein predicted. Where would we be without Einstein? Anyhow, two months ago, this particular supermassive black hole, roughly 55 million light years from Earth, known as M87 star, was studied using the Event Horizon Telescope, which combines data from multiple radio telescopes worldwide to make a virtual telescope the size of Earth. Observation showed this black hole to be spinning, dragging with it its magnetic field and the nearby fabric of space-time. Earlier this month, astronomers analysing an image of the black hole obtained by the Event Horizon Telescope in 2021 found that its magnetic field is strong enough to sometimes prevent it from gobbling up nearby matter. Now fresh analysis of the image has revealed the magnetic field is responsible for also slowing down the rotating black hole like a spinning top decelerating over time, and if it's decelerating then, according to the laws of physics, that energy must be going somewhere, and so the scientists have declared this. The energy put out into the depths of space during this self-breaking process flows out like million-year light-long Jedi lightsabers via structures called relativistic jets, which stretch up to ten times longer than our Milky Way galaxy. That's big. If you took the Earth, turned it all into TNT and blew it up 1,000 times a second for millions and millions of years, that's the amount of energy that we're getting out of M87. Where do they get these things from? Anyway, it's a lot. The fact that black holes can lose energy was one of the predictions of Einstein's theory of relativity. Scientists knew some of the energy loss could be due to the magnetic fields, but they didn't know exactly how the process unfolds. So findings from the new study suggest... That the energy pouring out of the black hole leaves along the direction of its magnetic field. The study team is also entertaining a purely theoretical but nonetheless exciting possibility that the energy pushed out from M87, that black hole, could flow into a different black hole. And it's also likely that the energy outflow powers the jet blasting out of the black hole, which previous research showed varies on an 11-year cycle. Now that is spooky, As we believe, the sunspots have an 11-year cycle. But of course, that is entirely unrelated. And avid listeners to this radio programme will know that the sun's 11-year cycle is not fixed through time and used to be shorter. Well, nothing's fixed through time, is it? Now, models show the amount of energy exiting the black hole is similar to what the jets need, although astronomers are not completely sure yet. Now, I'm reminded of my conversation with astronomer Chris Pearson, which you can listen to if you go to Fine Music Radio's podcast page and look for the the ones round about March this year, in which he's a little sceptical, as every scientist should be, about major pronouncements about black hole research, as it tends to get a lot of publicity early on before it's properly verified. And we did a few podcasts about black holes around that time, and they're very interesting. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. Oh, yeah.